Uh, I think grapefruit is uh, similar to vagina. Um, sometimes it hits perfect. <laughs> and other times you're like, this is really sour. I was not expecting this. How long has this grapefruit been sitting out? Like, what is going on? There's some temperature. There's some humidity control that needs to be worked on with this grapefruit. Did I fulfill your <laughs> request? She's like, I want grapefruit. She's like, no, you ruined grapefruit for me. I love grapefruit. I love just putting the spoon in it and feeling healthy for a day. <laughs> I've seen so many women that are like, I'm on a diet. Grapefruit. All I'm, I'm on the grapefruit diet. All I'm eating is a grapefruit. I heard if you eat 30 grapefruits for 30 days, you lose two inches around your waist. Um... Yeah, I've uh, I've never done that. You ever done any weird diets or anything like that? Have you ever tried one of those like home remedy diets? My uh, my parents got involved in a, a diet cookie scam in in the, in the 90s, where like my dad, you know, you know, like my dad is like he's a dreamer. You know what I mean? You know, anytime you describe somebody as a dreamer, they've made horrible business decisions in their life. You know, and my dad was like, "This is it, honey. We're gonna get diet cookies." We're going to sell them. And I guess, like, my grandma had to bail my mom and dad out of, like, all these diet cookies that, like, they couldn't sell to people because you just have to stop eating. Next suggestion. George Foreman Grill and what else? Life on Other Planets. Life on Other Planets. Man, George Foreman. Everybody had that George Foreman Grill. Everybody had that George Foreman grill. Pubic hair. When I say... <laughs> when it sounds like I'm going to start on a topic, you don't have to yell out, pubic hair. I'm done with George Foreman. I know that we all had them. Pubic hair. I want to know about your pubes. What's your maintenance? You like a big bush on a man? You like it trimmed, yeah. Uh, I found out that women like men's pubic hair to be trimmed from my mom. <laughs> she found out, I don't know how, like she heard me talking to my brother or something, like in passing. Like I was like, oh, I've never, <laughs> like, I was like, like 18 and I was like, oh, I've, I've never trimmed my pubes. And my mom like dropped her grapefruit. <laughs> And she's like, you gotta, you gotta shave that shit, Bobby. What are you, what are you doing? That's disgusting. You've never cleaned up down there. You gotta, you gotta take care of that. I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, no woman likes that. No woman likes a big bush. You gotta keep it well maintained. I was like, all right. Good to know that my mom's into uh, porn star pubes. Uh, let's grab another suggestion. What do we got? You're a strange man. <laughs> You're a very strange man. All of your suggestions have been outside of the box and bizarre. I appreciate that. Have you ever dated a woman with a snake? Yeah. Is she... <laughs> you know what's so funny about guys? That's not even a deal breaker for us. That's not even, that, not even the remote. Like, do you want another pet snake? <laughs> Cause I mean, we could do that. Like, I could totally, 
give you another pet snake if you were into that. Like, women have way more red flags with men than we do. Like, like I literally saw a movie where, <laughs> like, this, and I feel like this would be realistic. This woman was literally changing into a werewolf, like, as the movie is going on, and this guy fell in love with this girl, and she's, like, changing into a wolf, and she's like, don't look at me, don't look at me, I'm about to change. And the guy literally goes, I mean, it's okay. <laughs> and then he had sex with the wolf. He had sex with the wolf while it was changing. In a, like right before it became bestiality, right before it was like a, a weird fetish movie. And I was like, this is a documentary. This isn't even a sci-fi film. A guy would be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're, you're a hot wolf, yeah. Totally into that. You guys get how the show works, right? We're gonna kick it off right here, right now. You feeling good, huh? Yes. This is the little show that could. I believe in this audience and we should believe in all the comedians. Everybody feeling good? All right. Your next comedian that I am bringing up to the stage. I love this guy. Uh, he's honestly one of my favorite comedians to follow on social media. Check out his socials. He's got a great uh, show on YouTube called All Stars. Please welcome my pal, Keon Poli to the stage, everybody. Come on. Come on, everybody. Before I get started, what are your parents' names? Your mom and dad? Tammy and Ken. Tammy and Ken? I love how when you imitate them, they both have the same voice. You <laughs> <laughs> was, was like, hey, David, what do you want, Tammy? Well, Ken, I was thinking. <laughs> get out of here, Jeremiah. These adults are talking. Like, they both have the same voice. It was so random. I just imagine you in your room, like, make it stop. Make it. <laughs> All right, guys, here we go. You know how it works. Throw them out there. Not you in the back. You're a fucking weirdo. <laughs> but everybody else. Everybody else. <laughs> you're going to be like, the, ta the time my dad hit me in 78. Like, it's really specific. It's really specific. <laughs> he, wanted to, he wanted to vent about that pet snake. That's what that was. Because like, you know, guys don't do therapy. We either start podcasts or come to shows and yell shit out to get our shit out. So he, had, <laughs> he just wanted to get some shit off his chest. <laughs> Girls are pet snakes that cheated on you. And I was like, oh, all right, all right, all right. Roller coasters. Paris. Paris. Wait, 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 wait. There was, there's a lot going on. There was, there was, there was roller coasters, and then Paris, and then what else? What'd you say? The gold rush. Eating ass. I'm a fan. I do it. I do it. I've done it on a roller coaster, actually. It, it was. I don't really do roller coasters no more, man. Like, I don't like the older I got. I was just like, I, I haven't got nothing. Yeah, I got nothing to prove. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like when you get when you become older, you just like I don't give a shit no more. I don't care about proving anything. Like, cause when you were younger, you get on the roller coaster and be like, you scared? No, I ain't scared. You scared? No, I ain't scared. And you get on there, you get off, you feel sick as hell. Be like, let's do another one. Like, you're stupid. That's stupid. <laughs> after eating, after eating all the dumbass food, like the the dumbest thing I ever did. I remember I went to a amusement park and they was like, oh, let's get something to eat real quick. And I got a big ass bag of hot Cheetos, and then went on a roller coaster. <laughs> And I was like, and the only reason why I went because it was a bunch of girls there, and they was like, "Are you gonna punk it?" I was like, "No, we can do it. Let's do it." You know what I mean? I got on there. I got off, puked everywhere. Definitely puked everywhere. <laughs> went and laid down. You know what I mean? Went and laid down. I did. I was a 12-year-old taking a nap, like a like a grown. You know, how grown men just be like, "I'm gonna go lay down for a bit." That was me. I was 12, and I just went and laid down because I was like, "I don't, I don't, I don't feel nice. I don't feel, 
And now I'm at a point where I'm like, I'm not going to prove that I need to do this anymore. You know what I mean? I'll watch everybody else. Like, you know, I'll take that guy. You know, watch him prove something. Like, he's on there crying about the snake still, you know? Like, <laughs> all right. And then somebody else said, Paris, never been, want to go. Never been. It just seems like I'm really cheap. So it just seems like it'd be expensive, you know what I mean? And like, and then I'm a big food person, like, and I heard the food is like, like I'm, you know, we fat here in America, let's be honest. Like, we, our portions are ridiculous. And if I go there and they're like, oh, so, 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 and right, and they, <laughs> I don't know, that's how they sound, right? <laughs> and, and they're like, what's up, how's this, huh? And then they give it to me, and it's like small, and I pay like $30, I'm gonna be mad. Like, I'm gonna be like, bring me the rest. And they're like, no, sir, this is the portion tell. So, and then like, and I don't know the customs, like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if you're supposed to hug, like, you, you know, touching. I don't know how that works. And if some guy comes in, he's like, hey, hold on, player. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I don't know the rules, and I don't want to be offensive. You know what I mean? But I also don't want to be taken advantage of, you know? Like, so I, like, let him go in, but he tries more. It's like, whoa, whoa, why are your hands on my balls? You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the customs are, you know? So I'm nervous, but I do want to go. I do want to go. A lot of action movies take place there. I want to go on the Eiffel Tower, you know, maybe threaten to throw somebody off, you know. <laughs> Just like they do in the movies. It looks cool, you know, it looks cool. Gold Rush wasn't a lie for that. I don't know if you knew. Uh, I don't really have nothing on the Gold Rush, though. Like, I feel like, I feel like black people had other things to worry about back then. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? They're like, the gold are coming. So are the whites. You know what I mean? They're like, you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> I feel like... I feel like getting gold wasn't our concern. Like we were, a little, we were still working on things called freedom. You know what I mean? So I don't know. <laughs> the gold rush. <laughs> Fuck the gold rush. <laughs> what else y'all got? Texas rodeos. Texas rodeos. You're really specific. Is that, is, that, is that another thing? Did you get broken up there too? Or what's, what's the? <laughs> did she bring the snake there? That's how you found out. Texas rodeos. I've never been to a rodeo in California. I don't think I want to start in Texas. You know what I mean? I just feel like I might be out of place. Like, I don't know. You know what I mean? I don't know if I want to. That's the first place I want to go to see a rodeo. Like, I actually went to college in Montana, so I've, like, been around belt buckles before. But it's just <laughs> belt buckles and stairs. That's what rodeos are to me. You know what I'm saying? What are you doing around here? I don't know. I got dropped off. I don't know why I'm here. <laughs> So, you know, I don't know. I, I wouldn't even want to attend. But have you ever seen, have you ever, you met a guy who does rodeo? Uh, no. Bro, for anybody who's never met one, like, one of their arms is way bigger than the other. <laughs> no bullshit, because they have to hold on to the, to the horse, you know what I mean? Or bull, whatever they're doing, right? So they just work out one arm all the time. And then the other one is like, when I tell you, it's like small as hell. And then this one is buff as fuck. They look like, like Quagmire when he was beaten off for like a year, you know what I mean? Like... <laughs> That's literally what they look like. It's like Popeye, one arm, you know what I mean? And the other one is just like a toddler. Like, they don't use it at all. Like, it's crazy. Like, and, he, and they, sh they do everything with the hand that they do. So they're like, they're like, how you doing? I'm like, hey, man, I need this. You know what I mean? And like, and then, but I, and I, like, when I saw his arm, I was like, so is that, do you save the other one for the, you know what I mean? Or do you do it with the strong hand? You know what I mean? Cause I feel like it could get aggressive fast. Like you, cause you, you know, everything's about repetition, you know? So what if you forget and you're like, you know, you know what I mean? Like I don't, <laughs> you, you do what comes natural. You know, if you keep practicing, it makes perfect. So I just wonder, has anybody's penis ripped off? That's, a, that's all. <laughs> random things. <laughs> Anybody else, anything? Windex, Windex. social media, people. astrology people, wait, musicals? Bad strip club experience. Bad strip club experience. I'm the type, you know what's crazy, bro? I'm trash in strip clubs. I've fallen asleep before in a strip club. <laughs> Not even bullshitting. Because my thing with strip clubs, it's not like I don't like ass and titties. Everybody likes that. It's just that I'm, I'm the type of person that's like, 
I don't like it if I can't have it. <laughs> so that's why I don't like going. Like, why am I going to pay you money just to go home and jack off? I could have did it for free before I came. And then, like, so, like, I, I'm the guy in the strip club. Like, everybody else want to go. And I just be like, okay, I'll roll because everybody else is gone. But I don't do shit. Like, I'm not the one throwing money. I'm not. I'd be in the back. And then one time, I just fell asleep. <laughs> I just fell asleep. And this girl came up. And I woke up. It was just titties in my face. <laughs> it was actually the best alarm clock I've ever had in my fucking life. But she was like, she was like, you having a good time? And I was like, Wait. And I and like I ain't gonna lie, I smelled the nipple. I was like, how long you been on shift? Cause this nipple <laughs> This nipple is a little off. And this that's just a nipple, and they've been getting plenty of air, so why does it have a hint? You know what I mean? I just <laughs> But yeah, like but and then I, I went to a strip club in Atlanta and it changed everything. Yeah, because that's like the, the goats of strip clubs. You know what I'm saying? Like That's, that's like the, the mecca of strip clubs. So at first I didn't like them. Then we went to Atlanta and I was like, this is, now this. Because them strippers is like, they basically let you do whatever you want depending on, like it's up to them. You know what I'm saying? So I, I was sitting there like hands behind my back. Like I don't want a case at all. You know what I mean? Just chilling. And I was, and I was like, can we... Can we? She was like, yeah, do what you want. And I, I, I went a little crazy. I'm not going to lie. I, like, because it was, I was just like, like, shake, because it was so soft. It was, it's booty so soft. You know what I mean? Like, it's so soft. So that one was a good time. And then uh, another time I went, I know, I, I realized I said I don't like going. I have all these stories about the times I went. And like, <laughs> again, I just go with the masses. I go with the masses. One time I went because an ex-girlfriend of mine became a stripper after me. And, uh, so I went to see her, like, just to hang out, you know what I'm saying? And there's it, a backstory, you know? But <laughs> I went up there. I was like, yo, I'm going to come to your job. I tried to act like it was regular, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm going to come to your job. She was like, cool, cool, come to your job. And I went up there. But I'm chilling in the back because I'm just there to see my friends. So all the girls keep coming up, like, you want to dance? I'm like, nah, I just came to see my friend. Then she comes out. Let me tell you guys, all the dudes in here, you got to get a friend that's a stripper, right? Because when they, once they find out you're, not, you're off the clock, like, you're not money, then they all just want to hang out and talk regular shit. So you're having the greatest convos, just titties everywhere. You know what I mean? And not spending a dime. Like, it's fantastic. It's absolutely fantastic. And then the craziest strip club I ever had, again, another one. I don't know why this happens. I'm in Vegas, and the v, uh, what's, what's the AVNs, the Porn Star Awards, right? Those are going on, right? So we're at the strip club with porn stars and shit like that, right? This one girl walks up to me. She goes, hey, I just got a sugar wax. And I'm like, I don't know what that is. I never heard of a sugar wax. I don't know. The ladies know what it is, I guess. I, but... It, she was like, yeah, it's like they use this brown sugar and you, you know, blah, blah. And you, 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 it's fresh as swag. It smells good. Blah. I was like, oh, that's cool. She was like, you want to touch it? I was like, huh? <laughs> she was like, you want to touch it? I was like, I mean, you know, we, we're here. You know, like, I, I don't. And she just grabs my hand and just swipes like a credit card, like straight up. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, you are fucking crazy. Why would you do some shit? <laughs> anyway, that's my time. Thank you guys so very much. I appreciate it. Guys, keep it going for Keon Poli. <laughs> yeah, you've got some crazy uh, strip club stories. I go to Vegas a lot. Okay. And then you just end up in shit. Like, do you, are, do you get the free, like, the guys out on the boardwalk, you know, the... the... No, what happens is, like, apparently porn stars really love comedy shows like it's like a big like every time i'm in vegas <laughs> every time i'm in vegas yeah, you don't say interesting 
every time in Vegas, there's always like a bunch of like either swingers or porn stars or something like that. And then they come to the show. They're like, we love the show. And then they invite me out. So I always end up in like some crazy party or strip club or some shit like that. Mind my business. Right. And then next thing you know, my fingers are getting swiped against my will. I didn't, I didn't want that to happen. You know what I mean? But shit happens. Shit happens. It's crazy. Let's uh, grab a suggestion. We're going to uh, take a suggestion together, see what we can riff out together. All right. I, I actually, I actually love Ethiopian food. I've actually never had it. Go figure, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Trading places. <laughs> I've never had it. No, oh, no, yes, I have. Yes, I have. Yes, I have. Yes, I have. Okay, okay. okay. I, this is when we eat with your hands, right? With the bread. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking phenomenal. It's amazing. It's good. Yeah, uh, we we uh, I'll take my wife uh, there and my son every once in a while, like uh, on Sundays, um, and that's like after uh, a lot of the Ethiopian people there like have already gone to church and everything, and it everybody looks beautiful, mm-hmm. like the way that they're dressed and like it, it's very cool. the The food's awesome, and then what was cool about when we brought our son there, like we you know we stick out. We're three very white people. No. Like when we were there, they were literally passing my baby around like Simba. It was amazing. <laughs> it was beautiful. Like people with the most like 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 the best complexion, and then we're like the palest people. They're like looking at him like he's rare. Like they've never seen <laughs> a baby this white. They're looking at him, and I'm like, this is. Do you just want to live with them? You look way prettier with them. That's how I feel at the rodeos. <laughs> they were just passing me around. I was right. Like, hey, guys, okay, guys, uh, calm down a little bit. That was going on. It was crazy. You've had your fun. <laughs> uh, let's grab another uh, suggestion. What do we got? Jungle fever. Is that really a thing? Do y'all think that? Well, yeah, I guess it is a thing. <laughs> like for me, that was never. Yeah, like the white a thing. guy just unbuttoned his pants. It was very <laughs> weird. I don't, know, I don't know what just happened. <laughs> I, some people do have fetishes, and then some is just you know fucking with proximity. Yeah, you know I mean, like I said, I went to co- I I didn't really mess with white girls like that, and then I went to college in Montana. And I was like, my hand or Heather, I'm fucking Heather. You know what I mean? So like, right. A lot of people fuck with it was in your proximity. You know what I mean? So like, for four years, I was smashing a lot of white chicks. You know? Right. And then after I went back, then I was like, okay, you're done. You know what I mean? I went I went I went back. You know what I mean? But yeah, I think you do. You do you, do you think like uh, like I've got some gay buddies who use like Grinder and stuff like that? Do you think that that's why those apps are so popular? Is because like on Grinder you can set the radius to literally like so low, right. like on like 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 <laughs> two hundred feet away. <laughs> so, you're like looking down the corridor of a right. hallway. It's like oh hello. You're like two hundred feet away, and then and then a penis just comes out of the the, <laughs> the back like. All right, let me scan the QR code on the side of that thing real quick. Yeah, people, that's what people do. People just want to fucking proximity. Proximity is big. Man. I mean, is. if you started dating a person who lives 30 minutes away, that relationship is probably not going to make it in L.A. Or, no, you know 30, I mean? that's two hours. Exactly. By the time I get to your house, I'm not even horny anymore. Now yeah. I'm, just, I'm sleepy. Yeah, I'm taking a nap on yeah, you. I'm yeah, taking yeah. a nap. Yeah, yeah. Proximity matters. So mm-hmm. jungle fever, yeah. I mean, I guess. Sure, <laughs> if whatever. the location's right. <laughs> right. Whatever floats your boat. I don't give a fuck. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Uh, let's grab uh, another suggestion, maybe right in this section right here. What do we got? Farting in a relationship. <laughs> Farting in a relationship. And you got to do it the first day, the, bro. That's the first man that spoke up yeah. right th- about that. You got to do it. That's good. You got to do it? You shouldn't hold him in. Like, I don't be don't be rude with it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you can excuse yourself. Rise and shine. Yeah, right. <laughs> But don't hold them. We your got stomach ma- can explode. You know what I'm saying? 
This is the worst honeymoon ever. <laughs> but you got to get them out. Like, I feel like you should be able to be like, you know what? Because you know, most dates you're going to dinner, right? What if you have some Ethiopian food? True. You know what that does. That and hits then, a little different. You know, she, she wants to come back to you. You're like, hey, I'm not going to lie to you. I got to go to the bathroom real quick. Yeah. Because, like, have you seen the guy, like, the guys who, like, try to go outside and fart, but everybody has ring cameras now? So everybody, she's just watching you fart. These dudes are going outside. Like, yeah, like, so now it becomes like a weird like fetish thing where you could just be like, look, I got gas. Like we're all adults. We know how bodies function. You know what I mean, like I'm not saying shit. No shit. That's too much the first day. But you got to fart. I say fart. I don't know. I'm uh, I'm kind of on the other side of things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like this. I like this. Yeah, I've, I mean, I've got indigestion, but right. I'm not like I'm not saying do it like you know me and her are out. And I'm like, hey, you know, out the gate. Right. But like, just you know, walk. If you gotta walk away, or you know, right. Maybe you turn the music up. Have yeah. a fan fan blowing that way. Right. You know, Spread, but you stand behind the fan. You spread know, the you cheeks wanna, wide so it just goes. Yes. <laughs> if you learn, like, if you become a pro at it, you you know you can do the the balloon ones. You know where the. the <laughs> The, the, the pop tire? Yep, yep, the you pop tire. Why you're tying a shoe? Just This is how you do the pop tire. All you do, <laughs> to do the pop, you just lean forward a little bit and just spread. And you just... just <laughs> that's it. Like, you know, it's got ways. You got to know your techniques. And if they're not smelling, keep letting them rip. Like, if they smell, you get, you're one and done. That's it. You know what I mean? But Why do I feel like that's a bumper sticker in the South? If they're, if they're, if they're not smelling, you keep going. Keep like, going. Keep going. You get it all out. You don't want the bloated. You know, that stuff hurts sometimes. It's true. It's yeah. true. So, Guys, give it up for Keon Poli one more so time. Much. All right, everybody having a good time? Very excited to bring up your next comedian. Uh, you may have seen her on Comedy Central. She's got a great podcast called Resting Bitch. Please welcome my pal, Alan Makovsky, to the stage. Come on, guys. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but as soon as they said fart, I was like, you can do it. <laughs> I've been farting so much recently. Um, yeah, I didn't realize my farts have been like especially stinky recently. Like, like dis like I googled it because I was concerned. I was like, something is dead inside of me. Like it wasn't normal, so I googled it, and I was eating a lot of hummus. And it turns out legumes, which is fun to say. Not sure if I'm saying it right, but fun to say. Give it a try when you leave. Legumes, legumes, legumes. Um, you're not. You're only supposed to eat. And I'll I'll ask you guys questions. But this, it's just a fun fact. Um, with hummus, uh, you're only supposed to eat four tablespoons a day, which is pretty much like four chips. I don't know what vehicle you use to eat hummus, but that's like four dips. I'm eating the whole thing. Yeah. If I'm opening hummus, I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm licking it at the end. Like, it's gone. And I was eating way too much of it. And too much fiber does make your farts smell like eggs. So, anyone have a suggestion? <laughs> what was that? Breaking girl code. Breaking girl code. Okay, but I have a follow-up question for you. 
What is what does girl code mean to you? I don't know. I don't know either. That's the thing. I'm I'm kind of what what I like to call a guy's girl. No one has ever called me that, but it's kind of a title. <laughs> guys don't really want to hang out with me, but I try very hard. And so I'm one of those girls who's like, I don't even know what girl code is. It's like just don't be messy and we're cool. <laughs> Girls are just too much drama. No. Girl code, yeah, it is interesting. There's a lot of weird rules with girl code. Um, can someone suggest like one of the girl code rules that you can think of? My brain literally is broken. No, it's not actually, what? Don't date your friend's ex. Don't date your friend's ex. Yeah, but there's, there, that's the thing. Everything nowadays is so like black and white. You know what I mean? Like you just saw the two comics on stage before me. <laughs> <laughs> But everything is like so black or white. There's like, there's not a lot of room for nuance anymore. And I think something like that, like dating an ex, there's like, what's the timeline, you know? Cause I feel like it's fine. I heard about someone recently, they were, they're dating their friend's ex or something like that. I, yeah, they're like dating their friend's ex, but they're like in this long-term happy relationship, but the person like won't let it go. And that seems crazy to me. Like it, you ha that person had to be, I feel like this isn't gonna be funny at all. It's just gonna be me giving very serious <laughs> advice. I start getting like very passionate about things and I'm like, we don't need jokes, we need the truth. <laughs> I think it really is a case-by-case -case basis. Like, obviously, like, if you break up with someone, don't bone them right after. But maybe, like, I guess it depends. Like, how good is this friend? How good is this other person's dick? Like, I don't know. There's just so, there's so many variables to that. Because I'd rather get a diamond ring than a long-term friendship. I'll be honest with you. Because even if the marriage doesn't work out, like, I'll just pawn the ring. Am I doing this right? I wasn't really paying attention <laughs> at the beginning of the show. Okay, another, I want to think, oh, tsunami. Any particular tsunami stand out to you? <laughs> Anyone, okay, here's, a, this is really embarrassing. The tsunami's the one where the waves go back really far and then all of a sudden it's just all of the ocean is on land. Is that correct? That's what a tsunami is? Is there rain involved with that, or it's just the water? It's just the water. I mean, rain is water. There's, well, yeah, rain is so, uh, water bottles is water, sure, but that's not, I wouldn't say, oh, could I have a bottle of tsunami, please? <laughs> There's different kinds of water. I'm not that, I know I'm selling it like I'm pretty dumb. I'm not that dumb. <laughs> I grew up in Southern California. Like I experienced earthquakes and fires and divorce. And those are the three seasons I know about. I do love watching videos of tsunamis because there's always the one dumb person who's like, look at the waves. They shouldn't be that far. And it's funny because you as the viewer of that video, you go, how could someone be that stupid? How could someone be that stupid? They're just standing there. How could they be that stupid? But you better believe if I was at the side of a tsunami, I'd be like, look at the waves. <laughs> yeah, I guess I don't really have much more about tsunamis. Okay, what's a cyclone? I really just want to learn while I'm here. I dropped out of college, so. 
Does anyone know what a cyclone is? Is that a water tsunami? I know, that's what I was thinking of. She moved my body like a cyclone. That reminds me of middle school dances, man. That was the horniest time in my life. The horniest time in your life is before you ever have sex. Because it's so exciting, the thought of it. You think it's gonna be so much more special. Like pinkies touching in middle school, that is erotic. <laughs> like just the slowest move over to the pinky. I've never climaxed like that in my life. That's what a tsunami feels like. <sighs> okay, any other suggestions? Girls with septum piercings, okay. Okay, now that I can talk about. As a former girl with a septum piercing, it's a slippery slope, it's a slippery slope. If you ever see a girl with a septum piercing, you just have to ask, um, what is going on with her sexually? You know, because from my own personal experience, it's a, it's a fine line. You start off with one, you know, small little piercing, and then you're like, how can I let people know I will eat their pussy, but I'm not sure if I'll like it? <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's like wearing a pride shirt outside of pride month. It's like, okay, we see you, we hear you. Having a septum piercing is also like, she's figuring it out. She's figuring it out. I didn't start with the septum piercing. What happened was I got my nose, I had this friend, Lindsay, and I thought she was so cool. We could go over and party there all the time. And so she was really cool. She got her nose pierced at like maybe 13 years old. And I was like, I wanna be Lindsay, you know? So finally I asked my dad, I think I was 16, and my dad let me get a nose piercing. And I remember after I got it, I went to the movies with him that night and the lady at the counter was taking our ticket. And I was so excited, because it feels like this huge change, like everyone's gonna notice. And I looked at my dad after I was like, do you think that she saw my nose piercing? The ticket lady at the movies? I don't know, it was so insane. And then I wasn't getting enough attention from that, so then I got a second nose piercing right below it. So I had two in one nose. And then I got another nose piercing in my other nose. And then I got my septum piercing. And then I realized I can't pick my nose anymore. <laughs> and that is one of the few simple joys that I have in my life. I love picking my nose. <laughs> and then I did go down on a few of my girlfriends. And I said, I got to take this out. I keep getting in this situation. <laughs> so I got it removed. Um, I did also have a one single nipple piercing. You know, cold feet, cold feet, just dipping my toe in. I said, let's get the left one. If we like it, we'll move on to the right. But then guys are, so, did you say same? Yeah. Do, do you have them currently pierced? I, know, I, I had one. And I Was yours getting infected and goopy? Oh, oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mine was, and honestly, like when I would hook up with guys with my single nipple piercing, they'd always make a con. Oh, you you only have one? Yeah, just either fuck me or don't. Okay. <laughs> Enough with the commentary. One time I had a guy come to my place, and he was like, "Oh, your your bedroom is bare." I'm like, "Get the fuck out, then. You don't have to be here." <laughs> But there was something interesting. Like, I, I don't think guys, like, um, I don't know how else to say this, suck on titties that often. 
<laughs> but I noticed that when I had a nipple piercing, they're like, I have to now. And I wouldn't tell them that it was infected. That <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> All righty, that's it, Jeremiah. <laughs> Go over my pal Ali Mikoski. I'm a disgusting person. Yeah, we're all learning about you. A guy legitimately in terror after you said that yelled out, That's illegal. It's not. I've checked the penal codes everywhere. We're good. Everywhere. My mom uh, got Has a, a nipple piercing? No, but... That would be she, so cool. But she did, where, like, uh, when she was going through, like, a midlife thing, she uh, she, she pierced uh, her belly button. Yeah. And that got infected. Yeah, they're all so nasty. Yeah, it was pretty gnarly to see, like, my mom's just belly button in general. Um, <laughs> but, but to see it, like, infected, like, and she's like, get the aquaphor. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Yeah, they're very tricky. They're very tricky because, like, you know, when you're showering and stuff, you use your shampoo or conditioner or whatever, and then it just, like, falls into the holes. Mm -hmm. And you forget that they're there, and you have to, like, wash those parts. This is the first time I've not related to being a woman at all. You know how you just got holes, and, you know, you forget about them. And uh, you forget to clean them out sometimes. I mean, we just have so many holes. I mean, there are a lot of I don't know if you've counted, but I think there's like seven. Seven deadly sins? Yeah. There's a lot of holes. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like whack-a-mole with infections. It's like yeast, belly button, ear. I don't know what other infections we could get. Uh, let's grab a suggestion. <laughs> what do we got? We have a raised... A a polite race. Oh, polite. Yeah, yeah. There. What's that up here? Uh, open relationships. Ooh, naughty boy. <laughs> I'm more of a closed relationship kind of person. Uh, they, yeah, they always reference the open uh, relationships. Uh, it's very popular now. It's very popular to be like just kind of whatever about like I think it's not we committal. Have, we have too many options now. We can know that there's so many people who want to fuck us at all times. It's like, how are you supposed to commit when? Yeah, can you can, can you imagine can you imagine if we could only subscribe to one digital streaming service? Yeah. We'd really commit. Like, I'm sorry, I'm a Netflix boy. <laughs> I know HBO. You keep coming after me with hit after hit, but I'm gonna have to watch Friends on repeat on Netflix. Yeah, I think I think closed relationships are good because then you get to really be miserable with someone else in the same way and you have to work through that, you know, darkness together that you guys are causing each other. And I do think that there's something I think there's something beautiful about a second marriage, you know? So I think like like put up with the pain and suffering of being in a closed relationship so that way you can embark on another one down the line. This is too serious. No, I think we, we're just all coming to the conclusion that you've been in a lot of healthy relationships. Uh, 
My boyfriend's here somewhere. <laughs> He's hiding. Hey, he left five minutes ago. <laughs> he did leave right before I went on. He was like, I have a phone call. I was like, you don't have I gotta, a phone. I got to take this. Why are you? You're using an invisible banana yeah. right now. To <laughs> uh, let's grab one more suggestion. What do we got? Oh, I was a latchkey kid. My parents. Well, thanks for bringing that up, sir. She just went down a dark emotional path thanks to you. No, I'm so glad my parents were like uh, that I was a latchkey kid because mm. if my parents my parents are losers. So if they Shout out. If they actually <laughs> If they like gave it their all and like tried to be there for me and raise me 100% of the time, I would be way more fucked up. Oh. Uh, what is a latchkey kid? A latchkey kid is like a kid who kind of is like on their own, like like a, like a. You have to fix your own meals when you come home from school. Yeah. Your your, your parents a lot of aren't home. Uh, a lot of quesadillas, a <laughs> lot of bread and butter. Um, you get you get really good at like whipping up meals from whatever's left in the fridge. You become very resourceful, and um. I was gonna say something dark, but I don't think. No, I no, like no, it. no, 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 go no, for it, go for it. No, 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 come on, come on. Let's get dark. Let's do it. And your parents may have left you with a babysitter who might have molested you, but you don't know. But you don't know. But you don't know. You call your mom and you say, "Was I molested as a child?" And she goes, "We left you with a lot of weird people." And you go, "Okay, fair enough." Guys, keep it going for Ali Bogowski. That was awesome. Very excited to bring uh, this next comedian to the stage. Uh, this guy, uh, we became good friends uh, over the lockdown. I'd go over to his place and watch uh, UFC fight nights, and uh, then we'd like jam out on music. Uh, he's an awesome comedian and a good friend. Please welcome Eddie Bravo to the stage, guys. Come on. <laughs> Keep it going for Jeremiah Watkins. Before you give out your suggestions, just know that I think everything's a CIA psyop. So, with that in mind, I I still like love and relationship shit. So it doesn't have to be all CIA and Tower Seven. Someone yelled out lizard people. Um, I never. Uh, yeah, it's, it's so weird, because when you bring up lizard people, uh, you're like, oh my God! You get, as soon as someone, you know, you could, someone's telling you about some new shit on 9-11, you're like, okay, okay, new shit on JFK, did you fucking see the document? Okay, okay, yeah, I think fucking lizard people are running shit. They're like, okay, fuck this guy, I can't ever, I can't ever trust this guy ever again. It's like Flat Earth, right? As soon as they say Flat Earth, like, ah. Oh. But, Everybody believes in UFOs. Oh, yeah. UFOs are everywhere. Everybody, Michukaku's coming out. And oh, UFOs. Yeah, the, the military, they're, they're saying, yeah, they're, there's unexplained. They fucking love UFOs. Everybody loves. What do you think those motherfuckers that are driving the UFOs look like? You don't think they might look like lizards? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Would it shock you? 
motherfucking UFOs is just fucking doing crazy shit, and then boom, and like it's a lizard motherfucker comes out. You'd be like, yeah, 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 you wouldn't be shocked. You're like, yeah. I love Hillary. I love her. She was hot when she was young, damn. How do you think she got all that power? She fucked the right dick. Damn, she's fucking Klaus Schwab. You know what I mean? Everybody at Davos, shit. You don't think Pelosi and fucking Hillary Clinton were getting down at the parties? They were having some fun. They were the fucking, the light of the, what do they call that? The life of the party. Damn, you know they got down. Pelosi, she was hot like 70 years ago. <laughs> Seriously. What else? <laughs> Damn. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, they're, uh, they're not fucking around, dog. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. It's like, okay, he, he fucking lost the case. Four million dollars, you're like, oh shit, he's gotta pay four million dollars just because he said Sandy Hook was this fucking psychological operation. And then next day go, guess what, 45 million extra. You're like, what? Did you hear that shit? It was four, for a day it was four million. We're like, oh shit, he got fucked in the ass. Next day they just said, you know what, 45 more? Punitive damages. I was like, that's right. I better shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm done, son. You know what I mean? Shit. <laughs> I'm good, man. I tell Dick, these are just jokes. Anything else? Uh, it's, dude, it's hard to fucking make jokes about conspiracy theories. It's hard. It's hard. It's fucking hard. You know, one time in the, in the main room, I came out. I was feeling confident and shit. I got too high. I'm like, I'm gonna go out there and fucking crush. I came out, packed fucking main room. And I was like, right away, I got into Hillary eating babies and the whole thing. <laughs> Silence! <laughs> You could hear the ice machine in the back. <laughs> and it, you know, it set the tone for the rest of the set. Needless to say, it's neither here nor there. It was a bad set. And I talked to Joey, Joey Diaz. For the, you guys know Joey Diaz? He said, he said, he gave me some advice. Like, I know I'll never forget this advice. Cause Eddie Bravo, you can't just fuck him in the ass. You gotta play with their pussy and nibble on their neck a little bit. Ah. That's all, you can't just go out there and put it in their ass. You gotta nibble on the neck. Right? First date. Uh, first date? I, uh, I don't know when my first date was, but uh, when I was eight, my 14-year-old uh, babysitter uh, dry humped me. <laughs> Yeah, 14, I was all into it too. <laughs> Until it was over. I, I didn't understand post-nut syndrome. I didn't understand, like, I was, we're on the couch. We got her clothes on, she's 14. She's, she's, we're, she's me too in my ass. <laughs> but I was into it, I'm not gonna lie. I was like, damn, and then it got good. And I'm like, 
what am I doing here? And I was fucking, I, that was in the living room and I went to the bedroom, my bedroom, I'm like, the fuck just happened? I was so into it. And now I'm disgusted with myself. I want her to leave. She was babysitting me. I was so mad. But you know what, like 30 minutes later, I was like, damn. I strolled in the living room. I said, you wanna, you wanna rub on me again? Like I wanted it again. Like, that was my, my first post on syndrome. I don't know, I don't remember the first day. You know what I mean? First day, shit. That's, that was my first day. It was. I didn't spend shit, dog. We just stayed at home, watched TV. Perfect. Don't you love it when girls say that? When girls like, why don't we just like a first date? First date, and she said, why don't we just fucking stay in and watch some, a DVD? Like, oh shit. Like I might have to marry this one. Damn. She's already marriage material. No bullshit. Anything else? Monkeypox. Monkeypox. How the fuck did they figure out you can only get monkeypox from a guy's asshole? Can I see the studies? I, I, it's, it's, they're, they're using the same AIDS playbook. It's the same thing. No, no, this is what it is. Trust me, I'm, I'm not a scientist, but. I talk a lot of shit on science. AIDS, if you don't, I, I lived through AIDS. If you remember the timeline, in the beginning, it, it, it was just uh, a, gay, a gay disease. If you fucked the dude in the ass, they had people believing you could die from fucking someone in the ass. They, everybody believed, I believe everybody believed it. Like, oh shit. But you're like, whew, thank God I'm not gay. Shit. So you didn't worry about it. So that's how they get you to believe it. Something exists, it's killing some shit over here. Don't worry about it. You're not gay, right? So relax, go enjoy your life. You don't have to worry about it. That's how they get you to believe it. Has nothing to do with you. Not, that's how you set people up and punked. You watch us, you, 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 get, you put them in a situation, some shit's happening that doesn't involve them and they, of course they believe it. They're not questioning. If they were involved right away, they go, is this a joke? You gotta slowly bring them in. So that's what they did with AIDS. It was just, it just gay people and everyone's like, damn, okay. I guess I ain't never fucking a guy on the ass. You know what I mean? <laughs> That for sure ain't happening. People are dying from that shit. And then, uh, then if you remember the timeline, then it was like, you can get it from chicks, assholes, too. And people were like, what? <laughs> I'm not making this shit up. They're like, damn. At first it was just gay. And then like overnight it wasn't just like a heterosexual. It was fucking in little increments. Lockstep, bitch. That's what they're doing. That's how they get you. They, it, there's no way. They have studies where they figure it out. Only male assholes give you monkeypox. There's fucking no way. Impossible. Impossible. And then what they're gonna do? It's like, oh no, don't worry about smallpox. It's just gay dudes. Don't worry about it. You're like, oh, okay. So then they get you to believe it. They keep it going. They get you to believe it. it has nothing to do with me. Why would you question it? It has nothing to do with you. It just exists. And then the first case, woman, at first woman asshole infected. Watch. <laughs> Watch Yahoo News. It's coming. Forbes and shit. Fox. 33 female buttholes infected. They're going to send that Freemasonic message out there. 
And then you're gonna, they're gonna put together, conspiracy theorists are gonna put together fucking memes real quick. All these reports, 33 new cases in Thailand, 33 new female buttholes in Australia, it's all 33. That means red team go. When you see all the 33s, that means red team go. That's what that means. That's how they communicate. That means red team go. That means this is our operation. Go along with it. Don't put that shit on you. You're gonna get this foot, your, your channel taken down, trust me. This going on YouTube? This going on YouTube? Shit. I'm gonna bring your whole empire down. Tom Cruise. I, Tom Cruise? If, if and only if the elite are drinking young blood for health purposes. If that's true. I don't know if that's true. It's crazy motherfuckers say that shit. I don't know who to believe. I don't have any actual proof of the elite drinking. I don't have no video or nothing. You know, you just, you know, you just assume, you know? <laughs> Speculate. But if it's true, there's gotta be like different levels of it. There's gotta be like shitty fucking adrenochrome, right? <laughs> like the homogenized shit, preservatives in that motherfucker. Boom. You can get you can get a vial for two hundred bucks. But then there's gotta be that good shit, right? Boom. We got the masters making the shit. Fifteen hundred dollars a vial. If they really do. That motherfucker drinking the bad shit. He got the good shit. And you can see who got the bad shit. George Soros, he ain't got the good shit. He don't give a fuck. He's just, he's got a fast food to drink a crown. You might want not want to put that up. <laughs> thank you, thank you. That's my time. Guys, keep it going for Eddie Bravo. Thank you, thank you. I don't want to die, so uh, edit that shit appropriately. I like how at the top of your set we were like, listen, I don't want to get into conspiracy theories, but we're about to go down a rabbit hole together. Hey, you ass. I was trying to talk about pussy. I got, I, I DJed at a strip club for 10 years. Dude out here yelling, strip club, strip club. I'm like, damn, I hope you yell strip club. When I'm up on stage, but he didn't say shit. Talking about, talking about Bigfoot. Come on, man. Same 1984. I'm just fucking with you. You worked at, you worked at a strip club for a while. Ten years, against my will. I had to do it. I had to, uh, you know, pay bills and shit. When I told my mom, because I went from almost getting killed in the riots, working at check cashing stores, motherfuckers robbed us and shit. It was crazy. And my mom's freaking out. I'm always in a bulletproof vest with fucking nine on me, carrying all this cash on me, scary shit. Um, then the check cash stores closed down. And then I went, I went from there to the strip clubs. And I, when I told my mom, I called her up. Mom's, you know, I love her to death. Uh, born in Guadalajara. Um, I, t I tell mom, good, I got some good news. <laughs> I got a job at a strip club. And she was just like, fuck that. She goes, I know, no, 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 no strip club, no. No. I go, mom, I'm not asking you. I'm like, I almost got killed this whole year. I got, 
People were fucking shooting. Uh, I'm gonna hang up the phone. She goes, no, 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 no. I go, I'm hanging up the phone. Eddie, and she goes, okay, she goes, okay. But are you gonna get totally naked or what? And she goes, oh shit. She thought I was stripping. I didn't, spe- I should have specified that I was DJing. She was like, oh no. She wanted me to go back to the check cashing stores. So fuck that, put the bulletproof vest on. You got all that, lot of ammunition. Go back. I know. Encuadrado, cabrón. Chapter two. <laughs> Dude, I can go, I can go two hours oh, on I know, strip clubs. I know, I know. I podcasted with you. I know, I know. Strip clubs. Let's, let's grab a suggestion real quick. What do we got? Hmm? Freemason. I don't fuck with them. No, nah, it's too dangerous. That's the one thing that scares me. It's like all this shit, because I follow, I follow everything that's going on. I'm on top of all, all the latest shit. But no one ever brings up the Freemasons. That's scary. You know what I mean? All the, uh, all the, the truthers never bring up, never bring up Freemasonry. It's scary. It's scary shit. Yeah. I, that's why I don't say shit. I don't say shit. I'm like I don't know nothing. I'm just, I'm a Mexican comic. Aren't, making aren't, jokes. Aren't we all? Uh, can we get another suggestion? Stop yelling conspiracy stuff, Frick! I just went nine minutes on strippers. You want more strippers? Okay, she said period sex. Period sex. Hey, hey, listen. I don't mind the blood. I've had plenty of period sex. You know what I mean? I don't mind the blood. I'd rather not have it though. Well, yeah, it's I'd a, rather like not like okay, and not, focus and go. Don't let that, don't let that make your dick go down. Come on, focus. Fuck. It's you not know, like you cilantro on a burrito where you can be like, can I get that without that? I would take that. I'll take the period sex without the. I had period sex once period in the, the dark, mm-hmm. and we turned on the light. It looked like fucking <laughs> saw. <laughs> we had sex in the dark. I usually don't do that. Very hard for me to have sex in the dark. I need a, I need visual stimulation. Wait, why is it hard for you to have sex I in the dark? I need to see the butt. I need to see. Wait, I want, I want so, to look at the pussy. I need to look at the. It's got to be clear. Like we got to put some lights on. You need a spotlight to get it going. I need to see what I'm fucking. I'm very visual. I can't fuck in the dark. I mean, I'm very visual. Do you visual. jerk off with your eyes closed? Huh? You jerk off with your eyes closed? That's a yes. <laughs> you jerk off with your eyes closed, dog. He gets in his, he like girls, like girls close their eyes because they're like, girls will masturbate and imagine the fucking neighbor or you, you don't UPS. They're so like, oh, they got, they got their scenarios. Guys are on their fucking phone. Bam. Boom. When was the last time? And then time? when the fucking 10% battery comes on, you motherfucker. When was the last time you masturbated to memory, Eddie? Out of necessity. Phone's dead. Forgot to bring it in the bathroom. I'm already in the shower. I'm not gonna do, I really wanna wet up the carpet and go get the fucking phone? Do I really wanna do that? I'm like, fuck it. You know, I'll do it like a chick. And I'll fucking try to get into some scenario. It works, it works, but you, it's too much work. But it does work. You get into some scenarios, boom, it does. You focus, man, it's like, it's real, dog. If it's in your head, it's the same shit. It's just too much work. I'd rather just look at shit and let my eyes uh, 
Like audio books. I'd rather listen to the a book than fucking look at a page. Oh, I'm looking at a page. Well, guys, uh, I think we uh, have all been through something together tonight. I love you, dude. Thank you so much I for doing you the too, show. Man. Thank you. Keep it going for Eddie Bravo. That's why I booked him. It's an experience, baby, right? That was amazing. That was amazing. Your final comment coming to the stage. Another friend I absolutely love. Been uh, doing podcasts with him for years. He's got a great podcast called Doug Loves Movies. Please welcome my pal Doug Benson to the stage, guys. Come on. Everybody, I don't know why I just decided to start by looking at everybody's feet in the front row. Oh, yeah, they're nice, man. <laughs> I'm not trying to, because uh, I've done too many shows lately where, uh, you know, dudes show up with the sandals on. And then, yeah, and I, I, I catch a glimpse of it and then I c keep looking back. So this time I was just preemptively looking at all your feet. And you all score. Uh, you all get top, uh, top, top scores. If Quentin Tarantino were here, he'd probably be really excited. <laughs> he'd be excited about the front row feet. <laughs> oh, what if you just let me talk and you didn't yell out any suggestions at all? Like, oh, this guy seems like he's pretty high. He might have, uh, he might have some shit to say. I don't understand most of that conspiracy stuff. Treasure. Treasure. Here we go. See, I was just saying I don't understand conspiracies, but that guy back there was like, I bet Doug Benson understands treasure. <laughs> just the concept of treasure in general? <laughs> or are you trying to help me out, like throw me a softball? A softball? That's Yeah, soft pitch, slow pitch. A layup? Are you throwing me a layup for treasure to get me? Because it'd probably be a fun, fun bit to end with the words, and that's why I ate the booty. <laughs> yeah, you get all suggestions, and I'll take your topic and just tell you the beginning and the end of the bit, and I'll just leave out, I'll leave out the guts. Why, why do we need to waste time with all that filler? Dwayne The Rock Johnson? As president. Okay, that's your full statement. That's his full statement at this time. Dwayne Rock as, Dwayne The Rock Johnson as president. Do you, he'll probably, he's already dropped The Rock, right? He's already just Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, in fact, I think he gets mad if you call him. If you call him The Rock, he stands really close to you and then flexes one peck so it tweaks your nose yeah so it doesn't hurt a lot but it's it's very embarrassing uh for president sure next topic i mean seriously what could be better i mean you know he's uh how old do you think he is he's like 50 48 yeah yeah let's get a young fucker in there what is this old man shit that the presidency has become, where you just sit around. Like also, these old men, how do they make it through the whole thing? Can't we get one old man die in office? 
can't we have the excitement of watching a vice president suddenly become president and probably not handle the job very well? Although I think our current vice president would do all right. Um, <laughs> huh? I mean, how could she do worse than Biden? She seems like she seems like she's awake. She seems like she's not hooked up to an IV and li life support and whatever else they're doing to keep this weekend at Bernie's presidency going. <laughs> I like watching speeches going, I don't watch his speeches, what am I saying? It's, they're too boring. I was about to say what I say during Biden speeches and what I say during Biden speeches is I'm over here watching Family Feud or some shit. I'm not watching Biden speeches. I love it. I love. Hang on, sir. We had a we had a suggestion right up front. He didn't have to do it too loud because he's close enough to me that I was able to hear him. But he also, I was just going to say, jumped in beautifully in this in that silent moment with the next suggestion. Very professional. <laughs> uh, it feels to me like you're the ops. You do not suffer from road rage. Are you yell Did you yell out road rage because you don't like it in, when you see it in others? It's so bad in L.A. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But like, I only rent cars now. I don't own a car because uh, I only drive when, you know, I have like a few days where I have to do some driving kind of shit. And uh, but when I am behind the wheel, I'm a complete fucking menace when it, <laughs> when it comes to honking at people because I, I just don't drive that much. So when you get to do it, you know, it's like it's like when you don't play Mario Kart very often. When you do, you're going to run the other cars off the road. <laughs> You know what I mean? Just because that's a, a, a fun thing to get to do again. I don't understand the whole everybody gets to just drive a car. That seems really... There's too many people. Like, did you... Did you there's a guy here in the audience who yelled out, Treasure! Like, that guy can drive a car. <laughs> the man that yelled that in a room full of people waiting for comedy to happen can drive a motor vehicle, so they'll let anybody do it. Yeah. Uh, one more. <laughs> I heard camping homeless, which, um, you know, doesn't sound like much of either. And... <laughs> you know what I mean? The homeless aren't enjoying the camping activities just because they have a fucking tent out there. <laughs> They're not making s'mores. They're not doing any bird watching. And what was the uh, thing that was yelled out concurrently? You don't have to leave just because your suggestion didn't get used. Holy shit. No, what was it? Porn stashes. So that's those big mustaches that are large enough that are large enough to hide all of your porn in them. <laughs> A porn stash. Thought if I just yelled it at the end, that would like uh, be a nice button to that bit. Porn stash. Um, do you have a porn stash, sir? On your face or under your bed? <laughs> yes or no? Yes. Yes? You do. A physical porn? <laughs> like you have a place where you keep your porn? No, no. Like DVDs? 
Okay. See, this is what happens when there's an actual heckler in an actual show of mine, is we just confuse each other until it's just all the air is let out of the room. But good luck with all of your uh, various porn endeavors, sir. <laughs> I wish you well. Wait, are you making the next suggestion already? Now I feel like I'm just playing password. <laughs> sweatshops. Let's see if I can be as clever with sweatshops as I was with porn stash. I like to stash my porn in a sweatshop. Nobody notices is it behind all those working children. <laughs> I'm pretty proud of that one. I have to say. I should have been doing that earlier. I should just combine one, each topic, just take it into the next topic. Maybe when I come back. <laughs> heckling really is, uh, this isn't heckling. I know you've been told to make suggestions, but it really is an art form because if I'm speaking, I'm not going to catch what you said because I'm amplified and uh, that's what I'm hearing. But let's try again. Also, you gotta love, the size of this room does not deserve the handcuff around your face. It's not a big, can you hear me in the back belly room? It's about 10 people deep back there, can you hear me? <laughs> I forgot your suggestion. Jeremiah, get back up here, buddy. Keep it going for Doug Benson. Uh, let's uh, let's grab a suggestion. See yeah, what we can do grab with one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I heard lunch break, getting drunk with your parents, and alligators in Cali. Mm -hmm. what, when okay. was the last time you worked a job with a, a lunch break? Oh. I guess I haven't. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you know, when you're working on a set, they go, okay, we're going to break for lunch now. So uh, I guess that would be a lunch break, but that's like a catered meal that you have to sit there and eat. And the whole time I'm going, this, we're doing this for an hour when we could go home an hour earlier at the end of the day. Are you, are you a child star? No. I've been, I work in film and television. My name's Doug Benson. <laughs> <laughs> But I don't work day jobs, per se. That's why your question threw me. Is I've, I haven't had a day job for a while. And when I did, I, I was a writer for a while on things where I'd have to work during the day. But then you don't have a designated lunch break. You know, that goes. You, like, go when you feel like going. Right. Or you order in Yeah. if you're on a deadline. Yeah. I think we're at different levels of our career. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, this is, uh, this is well, uh, foreign gibberish to me. I'm like, oh, what? <laughs> What is happening right now? You don't remember the last job where you have a lunch break? You know, you're like I, you know, I used to work at Starbucks. Uh, uh, luckily, it was like over a decade ago now, and uh, you had a designated like half hour. Mm -hmm. You had to eat the food, you had to drink the the drink, and then you had to get right back in the assembly line. You know what I mean? Right, right. 
I take that. I take that. I don't like when they give you an hour for lunch because unless you're going to really go out into the world, like if you're eating close by, you don't need a whole fucking hour. I'd rather go home at 5.30 instead of 6. This is what I was talking about. <laughs> but yeah, I've been uh, extremely lucky in that I haven't, uh, haven't really had quote-unquote real jobs. But, you know, I've worked. Cool. And it's, it's, Good for you, I've man. I've done my time. <laughs> good for you. Yeah, good stuff, dude. Yeah. Uh, no, that's really cool. I'm really happy I'm for it, man. I'm better than you, Jeremiah. No, no, no. I've already heard that voice inside my head say that, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's grab uh, another suggestion. What about what about one of you guys what right about, here? You, I don't know if I've heard a suggestion from either of you. What do you think? I'll suggest stuff. Okay. Do you want to do another one or no? Uh, Post-sex pissing. Post-sex pissing. Interesting. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We'll get to the anal beads. But I post sex piss before removing the beads. Let's not get everything out of order. Let's not rush it also. Let's enjoy each bead. What do you like? Do you like the beads to be pulled out quickly or slowly, like one at a time? Like, yeah, I'm a methodical person. Uh, yeah. Yep. How many beads you get in at once? What's the most? What's your What's your biggest bead treasure that uh, any pirate has ever found? Uh, you, you know me. They call me Nine Bead Jeremiah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Why would I never ask you? Yeah. Why would I always just say, oh, I don't know. Comes nine bead. Yeah. I don't know what yeah. it means, but that's Good his nine name, beads. so let's just, uh, let's just enjoy it while we can. <clears throat> uh, post-sex peeing. Uh, oh, yes. Uh, yeah, it's always, uh, you know, uh, I, I think it's way more rare for a guy to get a UTI after sex uh, than a woman. Um, a lot of times you ladies have to go to the bathroom to avoid getting the UTI. Um, our penis is still um, hard when, you know, we need to pee right after sex. So it's always the awkward thing where pee is going to get either on your person or the carpet or some part of the toilet. It's rare that you can get that perfect... There are those out there that would argue that you cannot pee when you have a uh, uh, when you're still erect. You haven't tried hard enough. I know, I know, I can, I know, I can. And when when the subject comes up and I say that, I there people do not believe me. Really? Yeah. So it's nice. There is. Oh, there's a lot of weirdness. I'm not saying it's a normal pee. I'm not saying like you just stroll in with your giant hard dick and just and just uh, you know. Shoot it right in there. We get it. You haven't worked day jobs. You've got a giant got dick. It. We get it, Doug. We get it, man. You're better than us. I mean, but as I'm doing this, I'm thinking it would have been funnier if I had exaggerated. <laughs> the size, yes. <laughs> My over-the-shoulder dick holder. Yeah, of course. Uh, let's grab one more suggestion. Oh, wow. <laughs> Took a turn. We, I thought we were going to, you know, go deeper with uh, erections and pissing and beads. Yeah. Now we're with our family. 
Now we're with our family on a family road trip. Did you ever go to any cities when you were a kid that you look back on now that you're like, oh, that's like uh, not very eventful of a city? Uh, oh, yes, yeah, San Francisco. Um, <laughs> New York! I used, to go to, I used to go to London as a kid, and it was... Uh, it was boring. <laughs> Even the guards there didn't smile. Oh, oh God, I'm tired of everything's on the Thames. Uh, let's see. Uh, <laughs> oh, what time is it? Big Ben knows. All right. Um... We used to go Wait, to what city like, are we? T- <laughs> we used to go like on family road trips to like Arkansas, uh, and like I look back on that now and I'm like, okay, we were a little white trash, <laughs> you know. If that was like our like getaway, you know what I right. mean? Right. From where though? Florida? From Kansas to Arkansas. Oh, from Kansas. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm making big moves, baby. Yeah, we found out yeah. that uh, the place that we loved getting barbecue from, for years, we'd go there as a staple, like on this Arkansas family trip. I asked a girl uh, that was from there that I met years later, I was like, is Bubba still open? And she goes, oh, that place got shut down for dealing meth years ago. <laughs> and I was like, is that why the ribs were so good there? <laughs> what was that? Was I addicted Wait, to meth with my family? are you suggesting that they basted them with meth, the ribs? Yeah, you got to keep them come back. Got to hook them young. <laughs> or you just thought, uh, oh, if they make meth here, they're very dedicated to cooking. <laughs> Guys, give it go for Doug Benson. Thank you. Did everybody have a good time tonight? Keep it going for all the comedians that you saw. Doug Benson. Eddie Bravo. Ali Makovsky. Keon Poli. I'm Jeremiah Watkins. Come back every second Tuesday of the month here at the Comedy Store. We love you. Have a great night, guys.